Thanks for tuning in to Arts on Fire right here on WRFA. Today's guest is singer and songwriter from up in Syracuse, New York. We're talking to Sydney Irving. Sydney is making her way to this part of the state and will be playing right here in Jamestown tomorrow night, Saturday, April 9th, at the venue at the Lost Recording Studio. Very, very nice venue here in downtown Jamestown. We're going to get to know the artist a little bit before you go see her live tomorrow. So let's get into it. Sydney, how you doing? I'm amazing. I'm on 107.9, so very good. <laughs> it is, it is uh, great to have you, and uh, it's it's fun. Uh, you know, any any live music around here is great. It's great to see it all kind of come back, and uh, also getting talent from around uh, you know other other parts of New York coming down here. So, like from what I can tell, it looks like you've been staying very very busy. Just even in the beginning of this year so far, playing shows, writing music, all that. So, I mean, just to start, like, what have you been up to uh, so far this year musically? What have you uh, been doing in 2022? Um, Well, first off, I want to say thanks for having me on. Um, So, I guess so far this year, I've just been playing shows. And I want to say a big thank you to my management, Grace Musicians Group, and all the great venues and everyone for coming out. Um, We've had some great shows so far, and we just were at the Turning Stone Casino um, with the full band and this total blast. And then I just released my new single, Wish That I Knew. Um, And you can check it out on my website, sydneyirvingmusic.com. And just been working on new music and uh, some music videos and stuff like that. Yeah, it seems like there is not a shortage. Like, I mean, it seems like you've been very busy with music and playing shows and all that. Not a bad thing at all, obviously. But, um, you know, what What originally got you into music? Let's kind of start there, too. Like, what sparked your love for music? What originally kind of got you into it? I got to say, it would, it would probably be Taylor Swift's Speak Now album. I just loved her early albums. They really struck a chord with me. Um, and that gradually got me into, like, Tom Petty and Ryan Adams. And I just really love uh, singer-songwriter with a guitar. I think there's something so special to that. Was guitar your first instrument? Is that what you started on? I guess that would be my first instrument that I learned how to play. Um, since I was really, really little, my parents, like every Easter, would get me a different musical instrument. So I guess nice. my first instrument was technically the bongos. Um, <laughs> and we have a video somewhere where it was like around Christmas time, and I'm playing the little drummer boy and eating ice cream, and I've got the <laughs> It was a disaster. You don't want to see it. But it was funny. <laughs> oh, that is that is great. Bongos. That is that's a fun one. That has to be pretty loud though, too, for kids. That's <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to give my kids bongos. Yeah, my parents were probably like they're like ah, we probably should have gotten her something like <laughs> not so loud. Yeah. So, uh, like in there, what does where does uh, performing start for you? Where does where does that all come in? When did you start uh, performing? Um, I did. I was probably like 11 or 12 and I did a like a rock camp like a summer camp um, at the Red House which is in Syracuse and so basically you go to the camp and all the kids form bands and at the end of like the two weeks uh, you put together a showcase and then your friends and family come and watch and um, I decided I was like I'm gonna write a song and I'm gonna perform it and I told my parents and they're like oh that's so cute okay and because I just kind of want to go play guitar um, and so they got to the showcase and my dad and my mom and um, my sister and and Johanna and uh, my guitar teacher and his wife came and um, it got to my turn and I went up to the microphone and uh, 
did my song and then my dad was crying and my guitar teacher was like i didn't even know she talked so now she's because <laughs> i was pretty shy and so uh from then on he was like you're gonna sing now i guess that's where we're at nice nice did you like right after that i mean did you get the performing bug right away like after playing did you just want to get back on stage or did that take a while before you were like really comfortable into going and like playing in front of people like that it probably was a, a couple probably a couple years before i really like uh because it was just so nerve-wracking to get up on stage for quite a while um and i think i, I officially kind of started and going out and playing um when i was probably like 14 or 15 and i kept doing it and uh i'm still still doing it so Nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, also, I mean, props to you, too, for I mean, going out there. It's even without a backing band going and uh, doing that stuff, too, is like just, it, I don't know, I feel like that's harder when it's just oh. you on stage like that. No, no one else up there but you. Thank you. Yeah, it's definitely much different. And, like, if you mess up, like, it's just you. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's fun, though, because, like, if you you get to go up there and you can kind of just, like, play and do whatever you want to do and you don't really have to like like I guess worry about like oh I messed up I'm gonna mess everybody else up um but it's it's fun that that's kind of I like talking to people too. kind of do both like I mean I know I know uh you know the show you're playing down here is gonna be Sydney Irving and the Mojo and uh you know you'll have your backing band and all that but you know going going back and forth and being someone who has played on stage just you and that guitar and then also playing on stage and having a backing band, I mean, do you have, I'm sure they're two different monsters. Do you have a preference at all, or is it is it is there no real preference when it comes to what one you'll do? I really love both for different reasons. So with solo, it's kind of more of an intimate kind of a thing, and just kind of me and my breed love guitar. Um, and then with the full band, it's just this, like, just this power behind you, and you just feel like, uh, like you kind of almost morph into like like a different beast, you know what I mean? From just solo with an acoustic guitar. That makes that makes sense. Do you feel like you're? Uh, do you feel like you at all change like what you? I don't. I don't know. I mean, maybe position or whatever in in there. Like, does it change what you're doing at all on stage versus if it's just you versus having them? Like, does your does your role change at all when they're when you add those members? With the band, you can rock out a little bit more. <laughs> no, yeah, you move it. Yeah, you know what? That's something I hear a lot when I talk to people about that. Because it's true, you're not like. I feel like you're. There's less pre. If it's just you up there, you're doing everything. There's there's nothing yeah. that you're not doing. So that's uh that makes sense. I always I always like asking that for people who kind of go like you know back and forth full band versus solo. But like how uh you know you're talking about playing shows, which wow, and still you started uh you started playing shows really young. How uh, how long after, like, did you start, like, playing outside of Syracuse? When does, like, touring and playing outside of there start coming in for you? Well, a few years ago, I got to play at the Holly Lake Fest in Pennsylvania, which was really, really fun. We're going to actually be there again this summer. Nice. Um, a really, really fun place to play. They have, uh, like, a floating dock kind of a thing, and you set up in the lake. Well, not in the lake, but like on the lake. <laughs> and, and they have tons and tons and tons of boats all linked up and you get to play for the boats and it's really, really cool. And 
Then this summer, we're going to be in Atlanta, Georgia at the International Singer-Songwriter Association Awards, which we're very excited about. Nice. Have you uh, have you ever played anywhere in Georgia before? Does this be your first time? My first time in Georgia was a couple of years ago, but I only made it to the airport. So this is oh. my first officially <laughs> going to Georgia. Nice, nice. Do you... Uh... Do you play a decent amount, like, in outside of that, like, Pennsylvania-wise and stuff? Like, do you play a decent amount in Pennsylvania? And I guess I'm trying to think of, like, other kind of, like, close states that, that you can kind of, you know, get get in a decent amount. Do you, do you kind of play, like, some of these surrounding states around New York a good amount? Sure. I mean, right now we're trying to expand. Um, I think all over New York State we are um, kind of this summer, and then this is our first time kind of, branching out down to Georgia and then um, we've played in Pennsylvania before um, and then I've played in Massachusetts um. does uh touring like can you do you want to at some point like like for you personally like are you into that like the long term like doing like full-fledged tours like going out on the road for like a month and things like that like does does that appeal to you at all absolutely that's kind of my dream actually um, I would love to just get on, like, get to open for someone that's, like, that would be so cool just to, like, go out on the road and get to experience all that stuff. A couple of years ago, I opened up for um, a guy named Cameron Marlowe, who was on The Voice. Um, and right now, actually, I think this month or next month, he's on the road with Morgan Wallen. So uh, I just think it would be so cool to get to go and go on the road with someone. Yeah, that 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 would definitely be. Uh, I think that would be a blast just getting to see the country that way. Not a not a bad way getting to play music for people all around all around the country and play with uh, people you like and everything like that. Not a yeah, not a bad way to spend a month or two. And uh, like like I mentioned too, you know, you will you'll be playing here in Jamestown Saturday, April 9th, Which, if you're listening to Arts on Fire right now, that is tomorrow. And uh, at the great venue, Lost Recording Studio, I just actually got to go check that out for the first time like a week or two ago. Really, really nice venue. Is this your uh, first time playing in Jamestown? Have you gotten like this to this part of uh, like Western New York before at all? This is our first time in Jamestown, and we're super excited. We have South 62, um, who I was just watching some of their their videos, and they're really, really amazing. And we're so excited to be um, to Jamestown for the first time. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're very excited to have you. You know, it's uh, again, it's cool to see uh, music in other parts of New York, and not just you know New York City, but like just other parts of New York coming to Western New York. And uh, you know, South Sixty Two's down down in PA, but they're just just over the border from us. So I think that's going to be a really fun show. You've released, I mean, quite a bit of music already in your career. Like there's there's tons out there. Again, like if you're new to Sydney Irving. After this, uh, there's tons of music to go check out. Do you enjoy the studio aspect of things, like when it comes to like recording songs and tweaking them and cleaning things up in the studio? Do you enjoy that aspect of it, or are you someone who likes to go in, get it recorded, and just get back out to playing live? This this is another one that I always kind of get. Some people love that, just playing around with them and playing around with songs, really, you know, just fine tuning them. And then other people are just like. It's just something you got to do. It's like we almost just got to get the music done so then we can go play these songs live. Like, where do you uh, fall on that spectrum? I love the studio. I think it's really fun to go in and almost just create a song. Um, I work with uh, my friend Steve Sopcheck, and so 
um, typically I'll, I'll write the song and then we'll go in and I play the acoustic and then he'll add the drums and the bass and the electric guitar and keys and whatever else we decide to add. Uh, and I just think it's, it's so much fun to create uh, something that I'd never created before and take one of my songs that I've written and just build it into a completely uh, finished song. Do you have uh, do you have any like either dream producers to work with or even just other artists that would be like a dream to like collaborate and you know like record with? Um, who that's a tough one for dream collaboration. Uh, the Struts I really like. I think they're very cool. Um, and uh, maybe like Ryan Adams. Nice, nice. Yeah, that, uh, that, uh, I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot there. Like, what are you like? Start telling me all these, all these people you'd like to uh, work with. (laughs) How, how about on the, uh, on the other side of it too? You know, tons of, tons of music from you as well as, uh, you have quite a few music videos that people can also check out over on your YouTube page. As far as your music videos go, was there one that you had the most fun making at all? They're all very fun to make because they're all uh, individual experiences with their own crazy stories. Um, we actually we just shot a new one the other day, which will be coming very soon. Um, but there's a couple videos over there. There's one where we shot it on the ice in New York on a lake, a frozen lake, and it was probably like 20 degrees. Jeez. So cold. We set up the entire band on the ice and shot the video and it took us a couple hours and if you watch the video you can see like my fingers become redder and redder (laughs) oh geez yeah that that had to be that that had to not be the most fun day to be outside (laughs) recording something like that yeah i had we all had like four pairs of pants on and like 12 jackets but it totally was worth it how long? Uh, how long does a video tend to? And maybe maybe they all just kind of vary, but like on average, how long does it take to uh, you know go record a music video? It depends. Um, I think most of them maybe uh, like part the better part of a day. Um, there's one video on the YouTube that we shot for my song "Make Me Stay," and we shot it at Fright Nights in Syracuse which is uh, right next to Black Mamba Skate Park. And it's like this giant haunted house. It's really, really cool. And we shot it in for kind of like Halloween time. And we had monster makeup. And part of the video, there's no monster makeup. And so we had to film the part without monster makeup one day. And then the next day we went back and we did it all up with the makeup and the hair and everything. And so that was like a a two-day kind of a situation. Yeah, there's a lot of work with like with music videos and I don't think by the time someone sees one, I don't think they realize it as much, but like there's quite a bit of time that goes into like you got to kind of put some stuff in for just even a 2-3 minute video. Like you you know just even things like that where it's like okay, we'll do this today, then then we'll come back, you know, different costumes and makeup and stuff tomorrow. That's uh that's really interesting. Yeah, well, and on top of that, you have to plan it out and you have to do the what is the video going to look like? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's true, too, because that's even just one part of it, recording it. Yeah, you're right. That is that is just like one part. There's the whole before that, figuring out the video, what you're going to do, getting everyone around, getting all that put together. That, uh, yeah, a lot goes into just, you know, 
three three four minutes or whatever on a video but uh you, you have some really good ones up there that that one's a really fun one i just watched that like a day ago and that's a great one you go see all these on your uh, youtube page obviously and uh you know also moving on we've talked a little bit about influences for you but do you have any other influences that might that you feel like might not come out directly in your music that might surprise people do you get maybe influences from somewhere where people might be surprised that like that that artist or band or whatever uh, is an influence to you? I'm not sure if they come across to my music, um, but I, I certainly do like uh, like Triumph and Ronnie James Dio. Uh, actually, we got to play at the Dio Day um, a couple of years ago up in Cortland. Oh, nice! Um, and uh, Stone Temple Pilots have been really into lately, and the Ramones. Oh, one of my favorites. The Ramones are great. That's a that's a uh... One of my all-time favorites. That's very cool. What I love a, their- yeah, they they're uh, yeah they're one of the uh, just one of the all-time greats. I'm I'm uh, one of the producers. I'm actually talking to next week, John Beauvoir, who uh, produced a few of the Animal Boy, Brain Drain, and a couple others. I think and he also produced some Kiss records and some other ones. But I'm I'm quite excited for uh, wow. for that one. But- That's awesome. For you, what are some, uh, you know, what are some goals we were talking about, you know, you've done so far in 2022, what are some goals you have for the rest of the year? What are, what are a few other things that you're hoping you can, uh, you can do before the end of this year with your music? Probably world domination. (laughs) That's a good goal. Um, this year, probably try to just extend the range of people who know who I am and, and what I'm up to and try to improve my craft and hopefully uh just keep playing rock and roll and writing songs and we have some uh new music that i'm recording and we also have some kind of in the vault coming later these next couple months that is awesome yeah i mean you you very much uh again like stay busy if people uh if people want to hear all your music and stuff before the show tomorrow there's no shortage of it it's a good way to spend a uh spend the rest of uh friday night you know the videos the music all that you got more coming and uh, obviously be playing here tomorrow so where can people find you where can they find your music online all of uh all of that good stuff where can we find you now you can find me at my website sydneyirvingmusic.com i'm also on facebook instagram youtube i just uh joined tiktok uh twitter very nice, very nice. So all around, anywhere, basically anywhere online that you can think of, Sydney Irving is probably there. You can find her yeah. there. Nice, yeah. nice. So Sydney Irving and the Mojo playing live tomorrow night, Saturday, April 9th, if you're listening to this Friday on uh, Arts on Fire, performing at Lost Recording Studio with South 62 opening. We've been talking to Sydney Irving. Now let's listen to some of her music. Right now here is Make Me Stay right here on Arts on Fire. <laughs> 